Are we well? Yeah. We're back. We're we're hey, in the we're in the garage. Yes, we're gonna do an interruption of the live shows with one of these, right, Lori? Yes, so that it's it was not your... all live, just in case people don't like it or <laughs> can't take it. No, no, people can take it. I think. And the Eugene and the Portland ones were so fun. Yeah, because we we've done the Bend one, which was fun. Yeah, and now we're gonna do one of these immediate a regular one right and right. there's been so much there's been drama in the stand-up world and of course in my own world what's the drama in the stand-up world there was was wasn't the thread had at least four different articles uh there was revealing articles on the thread oh, that we wait. talked about remember who okay so there's some was it slates uh like Dear Prudence column or whatever. <laughs> oh, right. Whatever. It's, it was an, adver- dear, it was it's an dear, advice fair, thing. Yeah, I think it was Slate's Dear Abby. Wh- whoever's their dear person. <laughs> and uh, the a woman, um, in her tw- when she was in her 20s, she was a- a- aggressively pursued by a comedian, a comedian who's a friend of hers. Right. Who wasn't famous at the time. And she um, turned him down, turned him down, and he got very angry and rageful and stalkery, and grumpy as all fuck yes. about it, but kind of creepy, horribly right. angry. So, so she's trauma. So it's a bad memory, right? So now this person is apparently famous mm-hmm. and woke. <laughs> yeah, and he's all woke up. And he's so, woke, and he's he's said things about CK, and he's spoken out in in favor of right. Uh, he might even be an abolitionist. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but her now her husband this is 20 years later right her husband's a huge fan of this guy and she hasn't oh, told right. him all this stuff and she and they all want to go see him <laughs> right and she they doesn't want to go yeah they all bought and, tickets and she's like what should i do but i i don't know what you should do but who the fuck is it i'm dying to know i know we don't know we couldn't figure it out we couldn't i mean there was i did like the thread there guesses. were some great guesses and then there's a couple surprising reveals of comics that have never been an asshole to me, but apparently went through an asshole phase in the 90s when I didn't know him. Right. And uh, traumatized a couple of you guys. Right. Not me. Well, that guy, that one guy, just the the weird hitting on when you're working the road with uh, with comics and, and the and the and I've told the story to you at least three times about because it hasn't happened to me that much. I, it hasn't happened to me that much either, honestly. It's uh the 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 creepy things that have happened, and I think creepy things happen to everybody, but they um but I think they happen somehow to some more people than more to some people than to others. Like I had the one guy who was all over me about we're working this week. Why don't we just do it? We're sharing this condo. We Let's see just this, do it. We see this guy all the time around here. I know, and he's he's what a fucking haircut. But 30 you know years what? Later. It would have been a fun week, Jackie, and I think you really missed out. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> he has that sort of vibe that you have always enjoyed, though. Oh, that's very insulting. <laughs> no, kind of, but also I think accurate. When we, when, when we look at hey, Kyle's back, you guys. <laughs> We miss Kyle's manic, insane laugh. Awesome reveal. (laughs) He's like, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, but so that was, that was an interesting, I don't, I, I, 
Yeah, I have I have uh, guesses. I will never find out, right? We may never find out. And quite honestly, at, at this point, don't ruin everything. I know. You know what? <laughs> if the person's woke now and they're not an asshole now, leave that's them alone. Ki- that's kind of amazing. Please, yeah, right. A lot of people don't evolve. A lot of people devolve, right? <laughs> Especially a lot comics. Of pe- you right, know? as they become more successful. Yeah. This happens to women comics, too, where they become just super fucking get off my lawn, I got mine. Mm-hmm. You know, both of those things are terrible. Yes. You have, we've all must beware, be very, very vigilant to not <laughs> become I got mine, so what the fuck? Do you, but you have to have yours first, and that's what <laughs> I think we're safe. <laughs> I, but if you never get yours and right. you can somehow be happy with not getting yours, it seems like a huge win. Well, that's the Zen uh, dream, right? Yeah, be or just to be happy yeah. with what you have and who you are right. at and this I, moment. You know, I, the, I was very, I had a bad, it's a, a weird week of not going up enough, probably, right? Didn't you? Yeah. Okay. So we get back on Sunday night, right? So the whole Thanksgiving weekend has been frenetic, right? It's, yes. First, it's getting my son up to Seattle, and we're doing all the family stuff, and everyone knows that's always hectic, right? Right. And 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 then you and I embark on a fucking 1987 <laughs> road gig where we're Which, driving from town to town with our wares in the back of a car, right? Selling shit. we forget shit. that we have to do three hours of this. Oh, yeah. Without, uh, without any sort of oh, yeah. sense of... Oh, yeah. We have no news to come. Like, it's, it was all, we blow it all very on, poorly planned. Yeah. We blow it all in front of a crowd of band who were super nice but didn't know what the fuck they were saying. Right. And yes. And probably didn't have internet, some of them. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, and, I don't know. Because it was 1987. Yes. Anyway, so... But, uh, but, but anyway, so get back... And then Sunday night, my flight's delayed, so we don't get back till midnight. And then, boom, right back into work and school and mm-hmm. everything, right? right. And where everything's regimented and I don't have fucking and, one, and you did- one half hour of breathing room in the whole day, right? Right. And, and I... And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't have any time to decompress whatsoever. Yeah. And then I didn't have any sets Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I forgot that I had done a set on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, like, like Wednesday, I was like rocking. You, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not a comic anymore. I don't do stand-up no anymore. <laughs> I don't do stand-up anymore. And then I had two yeah. on Thursday. And then okay. they sort of saved me. And then, um, yeah, so that, but yes, were you also not on stage a lot last week? Yeah, well, probably was on stage, but it didn't, it felt exactly like, you know, when you come back and you haven't, you you feel like you haven't done the sets. I did do, I did the Virgil on, I did a storytelling show on Wednesday with The Risk. Okay. And I did a story that is okay, but, (laughs) um, but you know the thing about The Risk, The Risk is a podcast. Right. And they didn't have the release forms, right? Because that's how organized Kevin is. Mm-hmm. He's got release forms, and I so I never signed a release form. So I got an email from him. Hi, Kevin, if you're listening, um, I'm not signing it. And I told them that I wasn't going to sign it. Did you didn't think your story was good? I didn't like my story. I thought that it had some potential, but sure. um, but I certainly don't think it needs to go up on a podcast. And I don't. And I, uh, I didn't take the money. Like it was, I think there was some sort of like honorarium right. for doing the show. And I was like, I don't want to. And so I blew it off. I did is because I couldn't catch up because when we got back on Sunday, yeah. I got back on Monday. Oh, that's right. That's did, right. Did and you do a set on, on Sunday night in Portland then? I didn't. I had dinner with my, oh, with, that's right. with an old friend. Yeah. And so I get back on Monday and then. Tuesday, I mean, 
Tuesday, I just sort of play catch up. Yeah. Wednesday, I I do the storytelling. So I've really written the this, this story in one day, which isn't fair to them. And it isn't fair to his audience. And I'm, I apologize because it was just okay. And then um, Thursday, I did big... Uh, the Virgil Brian Cooks. Oh yeah, big yeah. big money, big money. Yeah. Friday uh, was nothing but uh, sort of more catch up. Mm-hmm. Saturday we drove up to uh, Andy's mom, and we did Thanksgiving. So I have eaten all of the food in the last twenty four <laughs> hours. I am freaking job of the hut over here. I cannot move. I it's too much, <laughs> and I don't feel good. But uh, but I will say. By th- for some reason, not doing a, a set on by Friday, uh, I was starting to panic. Right about, I started looking at my calendar, and I didn't have, I don't have anything booked after February eighth. Dude, that's terrifying. It is terrifying because that's the next three months. That's yeah. the next quarter. Yes. And I said something to Andy, and he was like, "Yeah, but but if like if you don't have any work in February by the time February gets here," and I said, "No, in February I'm booking April." Yeah. Right. Or I can't. I can't book. Two weeks out? Yes. That's a right. terrible idea. Right. That's not how stand-up comedy works. Mm-hmm. You book three months out, or I always have. Yeah. And Some so, clubs book the whole year, like in a day. You know what I... Well, and so I emailed, and I got a response um, from this banana head. Yeah. Uh, saying, uh, how's your... He must have booked the first 10 months already. Wow. So, um, uh, so this guy... Has already booked because he was like, "Do you oh, have anything right? next fall available?" <laughs> and so I wrote him back and I said, "Turns out I'm open." And then he has not yet given me a date. And then, uh, but here's the thing: I pulled such a noob thing where I I was so panicky on Friday. I sent my avails out of Friday, Friday night, like a noob. <laughs> you don't send your avails on a Friday. Nobody reads not. them. Right. I mean. That guy read him, yeah. but then all he said was, I'm not doing it right now, which is exactly the correct response. Yes. He is correct. I'm sure he's got openings before fall, Yeah, but he's not dealing with not it. Not on a Friday. Not, eight o'clock two show a, Friday. Yeah, yeah on a two exactly. show Friday night. What am I, nuts? Yeah. So today, Sunday, right. I sent out some avails, That's and good. I got some work. Good. Yeah. I got That's a great. comedy attic in uh, March. Oh, cool. So I have one work, one week of work yeah. in March. So good. Okay. Step one. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It will be what fine. What I have to do is I have to let go of it all. Yes. What is that noise? That's my dryer just finished. And Guess what? I have a pie. new load of dry laundry. It's pretty <laughs> well, exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. That'll be great for you. But anyway, so I panicked and, and now, and I just, you have to remind yourself so much in this business that it's going to be fine. Yeah, and if there, if you, even if you have some time that's open, you know, you have a little bit of money saved up, you'll be okay. I just went to France. I just blew a big portion of my prudent reserve. Yeah, I know what you mean because I've been saving up for France for a thousand years, and then, but it's it will be fine. Yes, all I have to do is remind myself that it'll be fine, right? And um, and there'll be work, Mm -hmm. and maybe I'll spend two weeks in New York. And I'll stay with my friend in the Bronx. Yes. She's oh my like, God. Do you want to stay with me in the Bronx? And I was like, not ever. <laughs> I don't want to stay. The, the Bronx is Parts so of the far Bronx away. are a beautiful. No, her apartment is beautiful. Okay. It's just so far away. It's off the A train, right? No, it's off the one. Eee. What was that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what, just, what just happened? What well, just the, happened? The one has 
you know what? It I don't know how it goes express up there. I mean, maybe yeah. it goes express for a little bit, but it, it does. To, it stops to at least at to like every, every fucking stop in Manhattan. 125th, I think it goes up to, and then she lives off at 200th, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, you get a lot of reading done. That's what I call the one. It's the reading train. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess I take a cab across town and take no. the A. What's happening? Uh, no, yeah. I would actually only have to walk to um, to Central Park West, I think, right, to get the A? Uh, yeah, it's off of uh, Columbus. Columbus? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, right. Because uh, essentially... What do you talk... Wait, the, if you're she stays in the Bronx, what do you mean right. Central Park West? Um, here's what I know about New York City. First mm-hmm. of all, you should know that I get lost on numbered grid streets. Okay. So I don't know where I am. <laughs> okay. Good thing for me, not a lot of my self-esteem is hooked up with my sense of direction. Mm-hmm. But she has for a decades lived on 86th in Amsterdam. Oh, I used to live so, on 96 in Amsterdam. So if uh, 86 in Columbus. You know that's not the Bronx, right? Right. That's the so Upper 80, West Side. Yeah. So okay. 86 in Columbus has the A train, right? Right. Is that true? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's parts of it. It, it, it Yes. So, it, it runs express, so it's the C train at 86th. Okay. The, but it's they're both the blue lines, so okay. you can catch the A at 59th or 125th. Okay. So I could... I could conceivably take the C up to 125th because I don't know Definitely why I'm on 86th in Columbus why, in my why mind, does that keep I'm coming up because she lived there for decades but and she so doesn't live there now nope. why are why are we plotting out a trip that from uh, a place she, she doesn't live because you might as well say hot you'll say to me uh do you know this thing in Eagle Rock and I'm like well, is it by that one place that had stand-up? Because that's all sure, I know. I, I do it's a, understand It's a that. landmark. It's a yes. stand-up landmark, and that's all I've got uh, in my head. And for me, it's her toy store, which is on 84th in Amsterdam, called Westside Kids or something. Small ad, I mm. guess. Go to Westside Kids. Um, so, uh, yeah, you should do that. You should go for two weeks. And Seriously. Should, yeah, Plant yourself. Right. And just do, uh, and just do a bunch of shows. Do 40 spots. Do forty spots, but weeks. then and then, um, yeah. But then I, uh, yeah. Then I definitely have to. You know, here's what happens when I go to New York. Mm-hmm. If I go for less than a week, mm-hmm. I spend hundreds of dollars on cabs and Ubers and Lyft, rather. But right. uh, after a week, I start to think, "Hey Rockefeller, you could buy a weekly pass and learn the subway again." Oh yeah, and just take the fucking subway. The other thing. If I did it initially, it'd be fun. This, is there, because sometimes in parts of the Bronx, there's lots of parking. Is there parking near mm-hmm. where she is? You could rent a car for two weeks and drive to your spots every night. She has a car that she might lend me. Oh, my God. Right. This is amazing. It could be. Um, I would also like road work. How about that? I know. I know. Because uh, <laughs> I got to work on this new album. I would like to have the album. Okay, so I'm about to go. This comes out tomorrow. I'm at I'm at Minneapolis Acme. Feel free to fill the fucking room so that uh, Lewis is proud of me. Please. And then the following week, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin, with uh, at Comedy on State, and Carmen Morales is opening for me both both weeks, and that'll be neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you should also fill Madison, Wisconsin, so those people are proud of me. And because they want book you back. Be, yeah, that's what I want. I want everyone right. to be proud of me. So, uh, but so I'm doing probably twelve. Uh, 45 to 60 minute sets in the next two weeks. Nice. Which is great. Yes. And if I can get my shit together, I would like to do the new album in March. Here's the thing. I think I will have listened to my... Nope. I'm just so impressed. Oh. 
Well, because I've got the time. It just it just needs to get tightened up. Yeah, go ahead. No, nothing. I was going to make a joke. Kyle and I were going to be uh, going to do a podcast now. We're just going to be a sub. That's okay. Like a subcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. It's. Uh, oh, were you going to make a joke? Yeah. Never mind. It's too late. Okay. Um, I... Uh, since we're since we're plugging now, yes, uh, I'm at Grand Rapids, December 26th through 29th. Okay, Doctor so Grins, end of the month. Uh, I'm at Rosemont uh, Zanies on December 30th, and on the 31st, I'm at Chicago Zanies downtown. You do a New Year's Eve in Chicago? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So please I, come out for that. And then I'm doing Zanies a couple of weeks later. That's I'm doing great. that Rosemont Zane uh, downtown parade yeah. as well. We are doing. A Jackie and Lori uh, comic of the week show at Flappers December 23rd. Yeah, we are. You and I are kind of co-hosting it, and we're going to have six uh, female comics that are have been comics of the week. Coincidentally, they're all women. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle was going to host it, but Kyle has a life to lead. The 23rd. The 23rd is a big family day if, uh, if uh, you're into Christmas, and I am. And so is your family, it turns out. Evie. Evie. Oh, Christmas Eve's Eve's. Mm-hmm. You are correct. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Maybe we, maybe I should be doing something family like. Nope, I'll bring my anyway. kid to the comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be his his Christmas present. <laughs> he will love that. It's uh, <laughs> um, so uh, so you want to bang out? Here's the thing. You know, you can also when you go to New York, plant yourself in New York. That's when you work out a late night set. You yeah, know, that's where you sh- tighten and shorten, and yeah, yeah, it's true. It's yeah, you're probably very, you're probably very right. I mean, you're lucky you have a place to stay. Yep, you have a couple clubs you can hit up, and then there's so many different other shows. Like yeah, you can really get in a lot of work. Yeah, I could get in a lot of work, and I think I could probably book an hour if I wanted to, at like uh, oh the creek or the creek or the bell house. Or, oh yeah. Like one of those places would oh. probably let me do an hour. Oh, yeah. Though I could stay here and do an hour at Geeky Tees. That's true, too. Or but the you could do house. both. Yeah, I mean, I could do it all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking of, um, yeah, no, I was going to make a terrible joke, which I'm not going to say out I, loud. I know it's yeah. not the same as like club income, you know, road right, income. Right, right. It's, it's, it's literally, not. it isn't. But um, uh, Well, that's the other thing about income is I've gone a little merch crazy. Yeah, I've been hemorrhaging because we have new Jackie and Lori notebooks, which are a hit. Yes, we sold a bunch on on that run. They look really good. Check out our website. I put the picture up on our merch page. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you Uh, put a PayPal thing up or no? I did. Oh, wow. I think I put a link to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good on you. Uh, If you go to JackieandLaurieShow.com and just check out merch, our new notebooks, they're black and they have like I think it's called a four edge is the color on the side pop color it's a pop color notebook you guys and uh, <laughs> and they're heavy so they are thirty bucks if you if we're mailing them to total you. total that's yeah, yeah that's uh, shipping included yeah and um just, and we sign them right and the the essentially the PayPal is just Jackie and Laurie show oh Jackie and Laurie at gmail yeah Jackie and Laurie but, at gmail but. Uh, you've gone merch crazy on other I've things? I've gone merch crazy on jackiecation.com. Yeah. I have two new t-shirts. By the mm-hmm. way, the t-shirt people fixed it. Oh, good. They finally um, responded. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like three or four days before Thanksgiving when right. I when I e- emailed them and said, hey, man, 
this is wrong. And then they said that uh, aesthetically it looked okay to them. And I was like, but it's not the, it's not what you bought. Right. It wasn't the measurements that I wanted the image to be on Mm -hmm. the, on the shirt. And then um, they kind of ghosted me for a week. Wow. And this is after a dozen years of working with these folks. And so I was, I left a couple of phone messages and neither one of them was, were rude. But the, they were pretty stern. Mm-hmm. I was like, you guys are not responding to me at all. And I know it's Thanksgiving, but I need someone to tell me that you are hearing what I'm saying here. And I mailed it back. I don't know if I, I think I mentioned it on one of the, the upcoming podcasts. Because yeah. now we're out of order. But um, I mailed it back so I wouldn't be tempted to try to sell So you them. mailed the, shir- the shirts, shirts back. back. Yeah. I just mailed them back at my cost. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be tempted to sell shirts I don't like. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I want to sell shirts I like. Yeah, these are these are basic statements, and <laughs> so uh, so they finally and and they got me to them before this run. Oh, that's great! So now uh, I got them on Friday. Oh, that's cool. So now I'm going to bring them for the Minneapolis and the Madison gigs, and um, and they look great. They look great, and so I decided to just stay with this company. Yeah. Because this is the first real error they've made in mm-hmm. a dozen years. And they did finally correct it. So, um, though I was going to go with the guy, uh, Seth. Yeah. Seth and Rudy over at, at Eugene. Oh, okay. So, Ru- Seth oh, has, a, yeah. he has a print company. Oh. And I would have gone with him. Uh, but it, quite honestly, it's just easier to not. Pour, but I but I think I will be recommending Seth for for people okay. when they're looking for because he was able to get union made t-shirts oh wow and he and he gave me a price on them and it looked fair anyway but um well so uh, i have another new t-shirt and i have a new notebook and i have a bumper sticker you have a personally have a notebook as well that yeah, you're selling because andy thought that my dad shirt yeah would look really good on those pop notebooks that we have yeah mm-hmm. so i'm gonna so you're you're making competing product for our yeah. product yeah wow jackie <laughs> I didn't know you're stabbing me in the back like that. That's right. Uh, I'm stabbing you in the back 100 notebooks at a time. <laughs> I, 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 I just bought a ton of books from the publisher. Oh, did you? Yeah. Can you get them right from the publisher? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's got to be better than Amazon, which is what you were doing, right? It's a little, yeah. Dead people suck for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of money because I, I try I bought I bought a hundred of each. Yeah, and oh, uh, that's so for, much and so and many books. Shipping books is like so fucking expensive. Really expensive. Do you know that I ordered one of each of them for my friend, and they both came. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know I, was, I have I would, like a, about you know, hundred of each here at the house um, that you could have. I probably should have brought them so you could sign them for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I could just, you know. You could just hand me uh, two of them before I leave this evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Signed, and I could give you the other ones back. Yeah. And yeah, why don't we do that? Well, uh, Dead People Suck I'm Out Of, but it's coming like oh, okay. in a couple days. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, so w- my uh, my roommate in New York yeah. uh, bought a beautiful Christmas tree, a gigantic tree. Real? Yeah. For, yeah. Because they sell them at, in front of Superfood Town, which is like the big shopping. Like two blocks away or store. 10 blocks away. Yeah. Two yeah, blocks easy. down. And uh, 
it's decorated so pretty and it's got a star on top and it, it's a little crooked. So it, it looks like a, a, like a giant Charlie Brown tree in a way. It's not perfect, <laughs> which makes it more endearing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I just feel like, oh, I'm giving my son like this half-assed little tree that it's, you know, I got it at the hardware store last year and it's easy to keep track of and it doesn't yeah. cut a tree down, but oh, a Christmas tree is so pretty. We do a real tree every other year. Do you guys do a every real other? tree? Every other Real tree from Kyle. Uh, I just watched uh, Aaron Foley recommended some fucking uh, romantic uh, Netflix movie last night. And of yeah. course, it was one of those uh, Christmas movies. She watches all the Hallmarks, all the Lifetimes, and now Netflix is doing them. Yeah. This thing was horrible. Yeah. But it was better than the Lifetime one I saw, which was where a nutcracker came to life. And, <laughs> and she fell in love with that guy. But um, this one was yeah. entirely, and it was a, it was like a trope because uh, it was the Christmas tree guy. Yeah. Uh, she comes back from the big city. Oh, this sounds like the, 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 the pizza delivery man in a porn film. Right. Except for with the Christmas, <laughs> it's always the Christmas tree guy. Sure. And he's in flannel. And, um, and everybody's just sort of good looking enough. <laughs> like this is these are not this isn't blockbuster acting whatever so but uh i th- a real tree is is it smells great yeah it's amazing i know and we do a, a real tree every other year it's real tree year we're going tomorrow to get ours really yep i might go on uh maybe wednesday wednesday yeah. night yeah yeah now, when I look at my little blocks of time where I have available, right when you have a moment that you yes. can do anything, yeah. Tomorrow night I have two sets. I'm doing the blind barber, and I'm doing a, a benefit for Peter Sprite over for his school at the Improv. Oh, cool! Yeah. I'm I'm at uh, I'm at Flappers doing a Conan Writer show. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. It's t- t- on Monday night. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna essentially we're buying the tree tomorrow afternoon, decorating it, and I'm flying away on Tuesday, coming back on the twenty second. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But we keep the tree up until Armenian Christmas, which is the 6th of January. January. Yeah. Okay. And uh, maybe I'll celebrate Armenian Christmas. I'll take a first break. Let's do it. Max Fun. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well researched, and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Yeah, and what's your deal? I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions, and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. Where are we at? 2530. 2530. So okay. we're going to... We, we, We've we've done our plugs, we've done yeah. our first break. Good times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we seem to be in pretty good moods for it being ten thirty on a Sunday. Yeah, I was on. I flew home from New York today. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, I got in around nine. the The flight was a little bit late. Why? It's been raining. Is that the? It's oh, raining. It's raining right now. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. It's been raining for days. Um, why does it take four hours to fly to New York and six hours to fly back? I don't understand. Is it wind? Yeah, I mean, I know it's wind, but it's still annoying. I mean, I don't understand, like, why can't they fix Did that? Did you ever get to f- fly in that in that super fast plane that they outlawed? Concord. The no. Concord? That's no, what it was I, called. No, I'm sorry. I wasn't a child millionaire. No, I <laughs> <What>? don't. <laughs> uh, another thing blown. I thought it was you. Uh, I have to say, I, I, there's part of me that wishes they hadn't outlawed the Concord. 
Because you could get to Paris in like three hours. From New York? From LA. What? Yeah. It was like three or four hours to Paris. Fuck. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Except for, I guess, the people who live around the Concorde. It was dubbed unprofitable. It wasn't unsafe. They just can't afford it. Oh, it was just... We could be riding on Concords right now. But well, they chose to... Prohibitively expensive somehow? But but there are billionaires. Do they have Concords? I assume secretly, yes. Oh, secret Secret Concords. Wow. There are conspiracies, guys. They're real. Um, let's never speak of them. <laughs> let's live our lives without conspiracy theories, shall but, we? Okay, so I was at the stand, right? Yeah. So I had five spots at the stand last oh, night. Saturday, five spots at the stand? Yeah, 7.15 till 11.30, one an hour, basically. Wow. And so I started I started at the bottom, the downstairs room. Mm-hmm. Then I did another downstairs. I went upstairs, mm-hmm. downstairs, upstairs. I think that's five, yeah. right? Three downstairs, two up. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, uh, what was, re- New York is, uh, it's holiday crowds right now. Oh. <laughs> so there are a lot Did of people, to- they're not like, they, they just wanted to go out. Like maybe they saw the yeah. Christmas tree and then they went to a comedy Did you show? get to see the Christmas tree? I didn't. I will, I go back January 1st. I'll be there for a couple days. So, okay. Um, I'll do, I'll do you ever do go roll, ice skating? Do you ever go ice skating, Rockefeller? Hey, it's, it's a, a very long line to do that. It's right. not like you can just put on a pair of skates and jump in. Like, right, it's right. A, it's not it, like a movie. It takes forever. Yeah. It's a um, project. So, uh, uh, yeah, it was cool because I just sort of, uh, and because I was doing different rooms, mm-hmm. I didn't get too, like, too much deja vu yeah. on stage, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, it was so weird. Yeah, but I stuck to a set, basically. Okay. And then I, you know, I and were they all around. 15s? Like, 12 to 15 more, more yeah. like 12s yeah yeah and uh uh it was good it was like i sort of you know found the shape of a, a couple jokes a little bit more oh that's great and then great. uh then i i ended up at the broadway at a twelve forty. that was my last spot <laughs> six <laughs> yes wow yeah and uh it was a they were a fun little crowd and i took the train home got in around two wow woke up went to yoga and then uh, on got on a plane yeah, that's the other thing is I haven't been, I there's been no time to take Pilates. So I haven't done any sort of exercise except mm-hmm. for just sort of walking around. And so I'm just, I don't feel good. Yeah. My body needs to move some yeah. more. And um, so, may, and it's raining. I don't know. I can I, walk in the rain. People walk in the rain all I the time. I love the rain. I, um, the other thing that made me, the, the pool I usually swim at is closed for two weeks. Yeah. They always close for two weeks in December. And uh, so I, I couldn't find a place to swim and I was all angry. And then uh, I, <laughs> I I went to uh, the Rose Bowl, you know, but I oh, didn't yeah. get there. Like it takes so long to get out there and I had to leave immediately to go to work. So I, I swam for like 25 minutes and it was $14. I Wide. was like, what the fuck? Boo. And then I found this other pool in Glendale that's open and it's kind of like this homely little pool. Yeah. That's pretty old, but they got all their lane ropes in and oh, three lanes. bucks. Yeah. And uh, how so much is it? Three. Whoa. For a, yeah, yeah. It's a steal. That it's is, the that... Pacific Park Pool. If you're in uh, the Los Angeles area, and you need a pool, six thirty to two thirty, uh, they're open. So anyway, um, yeah. So I, I was able to swim the rest of the week and then do some spots, and I felt like myself again. But I, I just. I, I was crawling out of my skin. I was so irritated with everything. And I was like, I'm supposed to be happy. My mom's not here. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> right. Ooh, I have a new addiction. Yeah. And here, it's a weird thing for me to really fall in love with. 
but it's a dry bar. It's someone blowing out my freaking hair. Wow. That is unexpected. That feels unexpected, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened? Because I had, I had some uh, sort of, sh- I had a, uh, I did another one of those uh, NASA things last week. Yeah. Where I talked with uh, two astrophysicists about um, habitable planets and, and, and trying to find it with these fancy telescopes and stuff. And um, they're really fun. If if anybody wants to watch, you can still, they're live Facebook feeds oh, for cool. half an hour. Yeah. But um, you can watch them again. Uh, I think it's uh, universeunplugged.org. But the the weird thing is, and it should lead you to the Facebook page, but so I wanted my I wanted my hair because I saw the the first two and I was like, oh, there's trouble. And uh, <laughs> so I went and it's not cheap. What do they do? They wash your hair and then they blow it out. But they have essentially a lookbook. Yeah. yeah. It's called a lookbook. Yeah. And you go through and you're like, I would like you to sort of flat iron it and then put curls or flat iron it and put waves or flat iron it and then put... Uh, something make make it kind of beachy looking, and uh, I've gone three times in the last <laughs> oh, month. What? Oh yeah, my God. yeah. But then you can't shower, right? Well, you. Uh, I don't shower. I <laughs> bathe. What? <laughs> I bathe. Okay. So if I wear a, a shower cap, or if I keep my hair out of it, yeah. Um, I can still bathe, and um, and it's fine. But I have to say, uh. My hair looks, when I do it, my hair looks great. Like, my hair doesn't look great now because uh, I've had several uh, baths and um, <laughs> and I've just scraped it back. But um, but I like it when somebody else, when someone, it turns out when people, when I, when a team gets involved. Oh, man. It, there's good times. You know, you would, you would thrive if you were a host of The View. You know? I would. There's I like would an thrive. hour of hair and makeup. Yeah. And then you go out and give your opinion and talk over Megan McCain. That would be a great life for you. It really would. I think you've really summed up what <laughs> if I was going to have sort of a day job here in in Los Angeles. Well, it's in New York. But I mean, there's 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 the chat, there's the chew. Right. There's, there's lots the, of the lots of shit going on here. There's the, the talk. There's the but it did it. Yeah. Why don't we just call it that? <laughs> it's just like, hey, occasion gives her opinion about something she doesn't have all the information about. How about um, that? My hair, uh, it feels very oily if I don't wash it every single day. Every day. Yes, I wash right. it every single day. Interesting. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. All right. Hey, I let's couldn't... do comic of the week. Unless okay. you want to do something else. No, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, she's a delight and. Uh, that's the great thing about Comic of the Week is that there's always another great comic. You're like, I thought we we you know we should have done all everyone at once, but we can't. So know, it's just I it's know. Kimberly Clark, you guys. Kimberly Clark, she's a she's L.A. based. She's hilarious. She's really funny. Works and smart. the road, does corporates, does yeah. all the things, and it's Clark without an E, C L A R K, Kimberly, like Kimberly is spelled, and the letter L. So Clark Kimberly L, it'll be in the notes. Oh, it, for Twitter, yeah, for yeah. Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, and go see her because uh, she's always wonderful. Yeah, and uh, she cracks. I saw her. We're big probably fans. three weeks ago, three or four. Man, might have been four or five, whatever. Yeah, but I think she was talking about Lyft or something, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have a different twist on Lyft. Yeah, and hers uh, was I. I don't want to ruin it, but uh, try to see some uh, Kimberly Clark stand up comedy, you guys. Okay, tell me, tell me when we turn the mics off. Oh, that bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
It's uh, th- that might be something for Patreon. <laughs> it's just us recording uh, my favorite bits I heard t- this week of somebody else's. <laughs> us ruining other people's jokes. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. That's... Just us, me massacring, which is me just usually leaving uh, Maria Bamford a message going, man, Brian Cook this week. <laughs> I saw Will Weldon, actually. Yeah. And Will Weldon had this long bit about... Um, about alcoholism mm-hmm. and then uh brian cook gets on stage and starts riffing and the riff and brian cook's material is great but him hosting that virgil show yeah is so delightful yeah. because <laughs> the in-between stuff yeah is always you're just like how does this affect brian cook somebody's set <laughs> and it's quite it's it's a wonderful thing it's just wonderful hearing his tiny rebuttals either rebuttals or just addendums or just some sort of notes <laughs> about how it affects brian cook's life it was it was great it was and will weldon was great mm-hmm. and it was a couple of people valerie tosi oh she's doing conan she was doing Tomorrow. conan she ran her conan she ran cool. her Conan that night. She did great. That is that 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 is such a frenetic, crazy week when you're running a set yep. all over town. So horrifying week. Yep. So she will go up. Uh, this will go Monday. She she's doing Conan on Tuesday. Yeah. So watch her do that because that'll be fun for her. And uh, that means we'll have a shorter mono. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because there's more comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Uh, that means all of our jokes will will be have written have been written in vain. right you're like there'll be more every time there's a comic on we get an email after the show tapes mono is cut because show went long Uh, yeah but but you like that one joke right (laughs) you did still like it i mean we get paid the same but i know yeah you 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 spend the time writing the joke Mm -hmm. so what do you got i have a new notebook oh new moleskin and this one has those little dots on it somebody was telling who, I forget Not somebody me. in our thread was like, they love the dotted the moleskin. Dotted, For yeah. some reason, it helps them organize their thoughts. Or there's is there sort of a uh, an online passion for the dotted? Uh, well, the, there's been some there's been some serious Dork Forest episodes about paper and yeah. uh, and and stationery and things like that. Maybe it maybe it does. Are you gonna, so you're trying it? Well, I just, I like the color. I, I'm finishing up a red notebook. And yeah. I, I like to move on to a different color. I don't like to do the same color back to back. Right. So this is a, this is a dark green. Mm-hmm. It's you different from the other dark quick. green, which was textured. Textured. This one's, yeah, uh, one's yeah. smooth. Yeah. But you'll, you'll see this entire notebook that yeah. I is basically has three jokes in it rewritten hundreds of times. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's why, that's why that's I That's cool. That's what it's about. Mm. That's what it's entirely. I wish uh, I want to be done with my notebook so bad just because I'm sick of that. I bought it in Cambodia. The insignia? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I didn't use it as a main notebook. I use it as a, a notes for any Id- movie ideas I have. Okay. Just more of a specific side. Yes. What are you because- doing with yours? Uh, I don't know which it's I the like- elephant one. Oh, yeah. different oh interesting because we both got uh ones from her the harry potter ones because that's what i'm using the harry potter one i want to get to the harry potter notebook. oh are you gonna use that as a comedy notebook oh you bet i am okay it'll inspire me (laughs) is it because you got a ravenclaw one right 
Yeah, because I got a Gryffindor one. Yeah. It was pretty great. Anyway. Hey. Cool. Good work. Good work on the... Uh... Oh, yeah. Interesting movie one. Yeah. Not, well, like uh, little movie ideas for me for to do with stand-up, not like uh, feature-length films. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, do you want to do another Max Fun break? Hi, it's me, April Wolf, the host of Switchblade Sisters and co-writer of the new horror film, Black Christmas. And I'm Katie Walsh, film critic and occasional host of Switchblade Sisters. We're here to announce that for one episode, we will be doing something a little different. Much like Jeff Goldblum and David Cronenberg's The Fly, I will be going through a truly disturbing transformation. April will transform from the interviewer into the interviewee. I will be asking her all about her new film, Black Christmas, her writing process, and ongoing existential dread. But I will also be discussing John Carpenter's perfect masterpiece, Prince of Darkness. You guys seen any movies you like? So tune in to Switchblade Sisters for a one-of-a-kind episode with April Wolf and me, Katie Walsh. See you then. Only the corrupt I listen to now. Are we there? 38, that seems early. No, I think it seems late. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, well, I mean, I feel like uh, I thought we had covered more ground. I thought, yeah, I, th- I, I thought we were at 45 minutes is what I'm saying. I was hoping we're at 57. <laughs> I was almost certain this was an hour. <laughs> I thought we had gone I thought over. we were doing two tonight. <laughs> we are not doing two. Um, so I tweeted this thing and then you liked it or said wow or something. It was just about oh, a yeah. memory. In the 90s, I had a day job at Northern Sun Merchandising in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it's a hippie skippy t-shirt poster bumper sticker button place. And I worked with this woman who, uh, because right now there's these end of the decade lists coming right. out, right? Mm-hmm. And the three that I saw today, and I, had a, I could only find two again, were the 10 best movies of the 20. 20- tens or whatever and i thought i wonder how many of these am i unwilling to watch (laughs) Uh, because they're sad or they're scary or they're just not for me but i bet they were beautifully written beautifully acted amazingly directed and Mm -hmm. wonderfully shot well so i I found esquire in time and i wrote down all of these movies that i would not watch and even though i'm sure they're great because they're sad Either they're sad or depressing or terrifying. Dude, I came home and I listened to uh, my Tracy Thorne Christmas album specifically so I could cry about my dad. Don't you wow. like crying? Uh, I don't. Here's here's. I don't need to be more sad, more scared, or more terrified. Okay. So I usually don't go to books and movies and media. To become more so. Though I have, I have in the past, right? Back in college, I used to listen to this Harry Chapin album because no one was more depressed than Harry Chapin. I don't right. know if you've ever listened to Harry Chapin. That dude really knocks it out of the park mm-hmm. for Sad Sack. He, he actually had a song about a baby dying in its th- for th- first three days. Oh, I... Gutsy stuff. I man. am on board with that one. Oh, my God. Get on board. It. it is such a terribly sad song. Anyway, but... um. So I so I was trying to explain to somebody on Twitter that I didn't need to be more sad, more angry. And I was reminded of this woman, Cynthia, that I worked with at Northern Sun Merchandising in the 90s. She's Lakota um, of those, one of those Sioux tribes, right? Mm-hmm. But she was Lakota. And she asked me one day why I liked listening to hip hop. And I mm-hmm. said that I liked it because it reminded me to be angry. And there was this pause and she goes, 
You need to be reminded to be angry. That's such a great line. It is the greatest line. She was terrifying. Yeah. She was beautiful and terrifying. And I could not. She intimidated me so bad, but she was also hilarious. Mm -hmm. But she had to be, for me, hilarious from afar. Because if I got too close, I, I think it was the first time that I realized that I was a white woman living in privilege. Right. Because... I think I was wearing one of the shirts from Northern Sun Merchandising at the time, which was this sort of yin-yang, yeah. black and white thing. And she was like, that is the worst t-shirt. It is so saccharine and so ridiculous. And I remember my friend Maureen Fitzpatrick rising to my defense and saying, she's a baby. She's just learning, <laughs> Cynthia. Give her, cut her some slack. She doesn't know how dumb it is. <laughs> and she, they were right. I didn't know how sort of pandering it was. Yeah. For like me as a 23-year-old or 25-year-old white woman to wear such a thing. Yeah. But, um, and then very quickly I did learn. Yeah. And then I would only wear the ironic uh, anti-racism stuff. Do, like, do people, like, sometimes I just wear a t-shirt without really paying attention to a message like were you given i guess so i i mean not not anymore but right. i never attached a lot of meaning to a shirt like it, if something was a workout shirt i didn't really care what was on it right but i would have been considered uh, a dumb baby <laughs> <laughs> possibly <laughs> but um yeah, like the shirt I'm wearing now is someone gave me the Ar the the Armenian alphabet done in like weird art. Good lord! <laughs> but um, I did so many episodes of the Dork Forest this last two weeks. That oh, that was what I did. That's why I was all twitchy because I wanted to make sure I had enough banked till the end of the year. Like to uh, tomorrow's episode, the Tuesday's episode is Tig Notaro. Mm -hmm. talking about veganism and uh she was very funny she was like yeah you should everyone should be a vegan or no or not uh do whatever you want and uh yeah. <laughs> this was very i mean it was perfect dork forest mm -hmm. because it's something you're into it's not necessarily something that everyone's into yeah and there's no judgment whether you are or are not into it rontowski has talked about mothman and bigfoot and ufos and Mm -hmm. Nobody, nobody gives her any shit about it, and I never get any weird emails going. She's out of her mind, <laughs> which is so great mm -hmm. about the Dork Forest is that nobody's judging anybody, and they're just going, "Well, this one wasn't for me." And then get this, not telling me—that's <laughs> my favorite part—is <laughs> when they don't tell me that that wasn't for them. They just didn't listen to it. Uh, one one comic I asked to do our show on December twenty third mm -hmm. said she couldn't because she takes December off. And I was like, what the fuck? Nice. Yeah, nice. How do you do that? That sounds super sane. It Was does. it Bamford? Did you ask Bamford? No. I'll, okay. No, 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 no. Bamford, I, don't, I don't know if she wants it out. To me, that's right. horrible information. You wouldn't want to tell anyone right, right. that you spit on purpose takes, take off December. Oh, good for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. That sounds like some real nice self-care right there. It does. Like maybe, do you know why? Then how do she you do it? It's sort of like a family thing like Kyle's doing. Yeah. Maybe she spends time with her family in December. Like a person. Interesting life choice. Well, no, but I mean. Interesting. The whole month? You could take a couple days. 
Wait, listen. You take off Christmas in a couple days or Hanukkah, whatever. That's eight days. You have to take the whole fucking month off? That's a long time in stand-up uh, time. Right, and everyone's forgotten you. And uh, and you've forgotten how to do stand-up. Yes! So January 1, you got to reinvent the wheel. You show up and they're like, nope, you don't do stand-up anymore. But uh, maybe... Maybe she just shows up and they're like, oh, good, you're back. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's fine, but it's, it's shocking to me. It is And shocking. I don't know how to live like that. I know. that's Well, it's not for you. It's, uh, and me. Maybe it should be. Well, what, I'm, what I should be doing is, and everyone keeps telling me this, and they're correct, that I should do less weeks on the road mm-hmm. and charge more money. But I live in a small amount of fear that yes. that means I won't get enough working right right yeah so what do you mean charge a club more money or charge yeah. or higher ticket prices um either charge a club more money or start doing those things where i charge uh ticket prices mm-hmm. because if i don't have like you know i'm again i'm in this future that doesn't exist right now but if i don't have any other work in march if i don't have any other work in april if the rest of my career is empty calendar days right i'm going to have to uh find these smaller cities that uh, and then charge everybody 30 bucks to come and see me. That's a steal. Honestly, what people pay money for. Yeah. That's nothing. Well, you know, that kickstand That's one gig. of our notebooks. And yeah. it's empty. It's not even, <laughs> it doesn't have any jokes written in it for you. Ooh, good point. Yeah. yeah I don't have a problem, obviously, ca- charging merch. Yeah. But th- but that's when, you know. The a live t-shirts. experience and then $50 to hug you and stand for a picture afterwards. Oh. Yeah, that was brutal. Did you hear that episode, Kyle? The reveal of uh, it, it's oh, coming up. It, it, it hasn't aired yet. yet, and it yeah. won't. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm calling back something you guys don't know yet. Is it a written down name? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, let's just let here. Let's foreshadow it. Uh, <laughs> I witnessed a guy do a meet and greet that he charged sixty bucks a person to do a meet and greet. Is that a foreshadow or completely telling of it? Yeah, it's me just telling that story again. Look forward to it being told in the moment and you being more shocked. I was shocked. What? Uh, It was uh, Carnegie Hall. And uh, no, I'm not going to, that'll give it away. (laughs) It's, uh, it was essentially uh, the Roman Coliseum. And, uh, and here, there you go. Um, How was the uh, hotel? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really. And that's how much he charged for essentially a hug. Yeah, <laughs> you poor thing. Not for him. No, no, he's 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 raking it in. How many people do you think li- there were lined up? There were at least eight, but there might have been 15. Eight. <laughs> well, it's expensive. It is expensive. Right. Well, remember when I Who's say taking s- the money? Somebody else takes the money, right? You can't charge somebody and then <laughs> how do you do that and hold out your hand and say give me three you know oh my god <laughs> maybe you just pickpocket maybe he's not actually charging maybe he's just stealing <laughs> it's such a weird idea to you know i do remember and this, I mean, he I don't think he's doing it anymore. And it was at the height of his his powers. <laughs> like I think uh that uh the the Neanderthal movie had just coming out, Pauly Shore. Mm. In the nineties, I opened for him in St. Paul at a at a giant mall gig, and he was charging uh unsigned headshots five bucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And um, wow. and or, and maybe more if they were signed. You know, the internet killed that, right? Because uh, the whole headshot business. Yeah, just basically, yeah. And and you can get ten thousand headshots on someone's Instagram feed and yeah. uh, print them yourself. Right. You know. Right, and mm. why? If you wanted, a, if you need to print pictures of your favorite celebrities, <laughs> right? Please do not build a board <laughs> on a wall with <laughs> pictures of your favorite celebrities. That's weird. <laughs> and then some sort of red twine that goes in between a bunch of pins. Anyway, um, I don't know what s- sick movie you're referring to. I think it's an episode of Bones. Oh, okay. Uh, do you, you ever sit around at the three o'clock <laughs> on the road and Bones is playing all afternoon on the U.S. Network, no, because and it's I don't. I don't turn off HGTV on the road. It oh, stays on twenty four seven. Yeah, I, I. It's all open. I kitchens, was at my mother in law's today, and layouts. I was like, and she said I can't get Netflix to play, and I said, well, you have a, a phone and an iPad and a Chromecast, so why don't you just throw it from one of those? You know, because her television. My mom is complicated. says that to me all the time. I'm so fucking tired of restarting Netflix or whatever it is you have to do. Yeah. It's, Netflix won't work. No, it's working. It works. <laughs> you can't fucking figure it out. Right. Did you write down directions? Because I wrote down directions for my mother-in-law. Yeah. She can't find them. Okay. Well, and she had to call me to t- find out how to turn it off. Oh. Because as we left, I put on White Christmas, um, the less good uh, sequel to Holiday Inn. But Holiday Inn has that blackface scene, with that Abraham Lincoln blackface, blackface scene. What? I've never Beverly- heard of this. Beverly Danvers? Beverly Beavers. Wait, Louise Beavers played Mamie in Holiday Inn. I don't know what you're talking about In 1942, there's a Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire movie that is called Holiday Inn. Okay. But no, no, White Christmas, they're war buddies. And it might be Danny Kaye instead of Bing Crosby. Why do you guys know this? uh, Because these are Christmas movies that I was shown as a child. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and you you have to you have to be related to somebody who wants to watch every uh, Christmas movie from nineteen gotcha. thirty eight to nineteen seventy, and um, but Holiday Inn has this, it's it's about all these different holidays and Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire, right? And one of the holidays is before President's Day was made into one holiday. It was Washington's birthday and Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and the Abraham Lincoln birthday is done in blackface. Oh my god! And it's uh. Yeah, AMC will often just cut the scene entirely. Yeah, because it isn't necessary. It doesn't move the plot forward, and it's how genuinely. It? How could it? It's just somebody's vaudeville act. It's yeah, it's oh, just somebody's wow. vaudeville act, and it's it's just some celebration. Wow. But it is Louise Bever- Louise Beavers, I believe is her name. That's a great name. I can't believe I haven't heard of her. Well, she she was in a thousand movies from 1932 to 1960. Wow, and um. She played uh, his essentially housekeeper, mm-hmm. and she had two kids. And it's the only scene where she gets to sing. Otherwise, she's just sort of berating him at one point, and then she has a couple of lines with the kids, just some mm-hmm. some some comic relief. And um, she's probably like a Shakespeare trained actress. Sure. And she's got like four fucking scenes in this movie. But so, she worked for like thirty years. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a miracle. Yeah. Uh, it was a fucking miracle. And but here's the thing about Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby used to beat his wife and children, supposedly. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. But um. Mm-hmm. Almost every single one of his movies, he tried to. Uh, he was known for trying to get black actors. 
and musicians into it. Wow. And remember, did you ever see High Society as a musical remake of uh, the Philadelphia story? Mm-hmm. Um, Satchmo played the... Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong was in it. Yeah. And and he had like a full band and they all... I mean, he got people insurance wow. is what he got. <laughs> is, uh, and, you know... And I think and I think Sinatra did a lot of that too, and I think back then they realized, you know, that the black entertainers are being treated yeah. poorly and differently, and that was both because they were performing in the same venues, but they couldn't. Right. Well, I mean that there's that classic story through the same about, door and all that. Right. Kind Bill of shit. Cosby could not come in to many of the places that he worked to drug people and then rape them, but he <laughs> couldn't come into them during the day. And and when he worked there, he had to come in through the through the through the kitchen. Wow! He couldn't come in through the front door. That might make you a rapist. Nope. No. Okay. It, it, there's. A, <laughs> I would say ninety nine percent of the of the black community that doesn't rape people. I was like, nope. <laughs> that would make me a rapist. It would make you it, a rapist. It really it might would. make me a rapist. It would certainly make me a murderer. <laughs> um. It's so yeah, but it it's like there's. There's when you hear about these stories and you're just like, okay, it's a whole separate history of America that I was never yeah. ever given because I, you know, was raised in a pile of whitey magoos. So yeah, but they didn't think it was important. Nope. Um, how much time have we done? We have done fifty four. Okay. Ooh, how was the hotel in Portland after we left the Pineapple Hotel? We left the Pineapple Hotel and then I went to the other hotel hilariously mm-hmm. another boutique hotel yeah that uh the kickstand the place that we played at yeah hooked me up with within walking distance of the kickstand very mm-hmm. nice t- two blocks and so you go in and there's a bookshelf there's a bunch of it's all very chach you know not chachki but yeah. um sort of really super cool right uh-huh. so there's a hotel art of it if you go back through my instagram feed but hilariously there was a bookshelf and on the bookshelf were several novels several books one of them was the hobbit the other one was ender's game and the third one was a chuck klosterman book and i was like did they know i was coming <laughs> what on earth it was and it was super comfortable i will say though that the pineapple hotel the duvet the, cover, the duvet cover i can't stop thinking about it it was they were essentially it was a double bed yeah. that did that thing that they do in Iceland or in other countries sometimes where where each person gets their own set of covers. That's that's I think that's the way to do it because you're if you're <laughs> always pulling on a cover and the other person yeah. is pulling back, mm-hmm. why everyone should have their own covers. Right. That's the way to do it. Right. And then just figure out if 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 for some reason you sleep like puppies, right? And you're all cuddled up together, mm-hmm. you'll figure out your covers. But if there's two covers, you don't have to. I know. It's kind of nice. And they were they were thick and they were soft. thick and yet not too heavy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Things good things were happening. It was a great it was a great experience. Yeah. I um so but I did oh, I was gonna say the storytelling thing that I did at risk. Um there there's so much potential there that I think I might get a bit out of it. So, about, about not liking your story or about nope, the story? About the story itself. Because okay. the story was about the first time I got drunk. Uh-huh. Uh, for real. Like, I got sort of half in the bag, but not really drunk drunk until I was about nine. And oh, my I, God. <laughs> feel soon. Until feel you were about nine? Feel, feel soon. But it was uh, this. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Earlier, I had just taken sips from my mom's beers for years. Yeah. And so I would just get kind of a little bit 
I don't like what's happening here. But when I was nine, I was with my stepmother and we went to her sister's house and uh, her sister was known for her frozen brandy punch. And uh, there was some sort of moral disaster, some sort of huge disaster. The frozen brandy punch had not thawed enough like it was supposed to. Yeah. And so people had to chip brandy punch out of it. And then, and so every, there were 30, 40 people there. Everybody had a glass of brandy punch, but it was not melted. So they would abandon them on surf, flat oh, surfaces. No. And so uh, nine-year-old Jackie Cation went around and drank sips from all of the different classes oh, for several hours. Yeah. No one noticed? No, no, no. It's South Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> Ca- oh po- Polish God. Catholics. Polish Catholics. Right. And here's the thing about a Christmas Eve party with Polish Catholics. It's over at 1130, so everyone can drunkenly go to Mass. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we had to hear this horrible story every year uh, of the Polish Santa Claus uh, from Ron, my Uncle Ron Muschatowski. Uh-huh. And here's the thing about Uncle Ron's Polish Santa Claus story. It was, South Milwaukee was full of these horrible Polish jokes, right? Told by the the hundreds and thousands of Polish people mm-hmm. who I was surrounded by. And they're essentially just moron jokes. They're, they're telling them about their own people? About their own people. Okay. And so this Polish Santa Claus thing was essentially just full of puns, moron jokes, and not appropriate for children, like filthy. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the story would be 45 minutes, and I never noticed a, 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 until I look back on it, but my parents disappeared during that every year. <laughs> Nancy and my dad would bug out, Mm-hmm. And they would essentially go back to the to our house, yeah. Light up the Christmas tree, bring all the presents out because we opened presents on Christmas Eve, and then oh come God. back. Yeah, we didn't go to church. We didn't go to mass. Christmas uh, we, Eve. Yeah, you don't you don't come tumbling down the stairs on Christmas morning. Uh, there's a, you're picturing a different bucolic ex, uh, world <laughs> uh, where there's joy. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve at the Cation household <laughs> was okay. Yeah. Uh, but there were a lot of us and a lot of sort of very basic Christmas gifts. Sure. Anyway. So, but every year they, they would dash off, uh, turn on the Christmas tree and unload the thing, then come back. And then Nancy would make a great show of saying, I have been looking for your father for the last hour. He always gets lost as soon as Ron starts the story. And um, when she was gone too, but we never noticed because we were all hiding. Uh, and I was drunk. <laughs> and you were hammered. I right. was ha- Well, this particular time. And then we would all get back in the car, drive back to the house. And then as we drove up, Nancy invariably would say, who left the Christmas tree on? <laughs> We're going to burn the house down. You leave the Christmas tree on. You can't leave the Christmas tree on. And we would all say, we didn't leave the Christmas tree on. Nobody touches the tree. And um, and then she would say, well, Santa must have come. He must have come when we, he knew us when we were at Cindy's. So then we'd get in, she would make cocoa or, or something like that. And we would open our gifts and it was a, it was a, it was joy in the land. Then we would go to bed and then we'd get up and go to church the next morning. Right. So, um, that's nice. That's wonderful. It was lovely. It was, it, it sounds, yeah. oh my God. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.